0: Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe movie Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute.
1: I'm Liz Whitaker. turn to go first this time? <laughs> I was just going to do it.
2: I think we both have an aversion to a silence that is exactly three and a half seconds long. <laughs> so the second we sense it is pushed past that three second point, we both just ingrained in us speak up, no matter what the situation.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, mine is the, I should be polite and let the other person go, no, I shouldn't. I'm Liz, damn it. <laughs> I go now.
2: Well, go for it.
1: I'm Liz. I went now.
2: Damn it. <laughs> Liz went. Uh, yeah, that's Liz. I'm George. We're back. Ha, suckers. Um <laughs> <laughs> we hear from you didn't uh, think they'd make it back i know right but we got our room keys and (laughs) we did some drugs and we are uh we're hanging out we have our do not disturb signs turned around you take your volume uh (laughs) not yet (laughs) i got i got a bunch of them though but i'm gonna do them like depository because i like the slow release
0: (laughs) well thank you both for coming back uh this is minute forty-one, and it starts with band members, band aids, and William hanging out in the hotel lobby, but separately, and ends with Penny suggesting to William to attend the radio interview.
2: So I have a question: hmm. uh, if they call each other band aids, um, what do they what do they put on their nipples instead of wearing a bra?
1: <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So sure
0: that was that- like a thing.
1: Pretty sure that's the correct answer.
0: And we do very interestingly do we do see a bra here.
2: Yeah, yeah, the bra pops up, well, drops up at Man. the end of the of the minute,
0: which is very interesting for these uh, band aids in 1973. They did, they didn't all burn them.
2: Yeah, well, maybe some of them have them. Although I feel like in this sort of like style of living, that they probably would be fewer than you'd think. In, in, in a given group.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, we only see the one bra.
2: That might be they share it. It's like, yeah. oh, I need some okay, lift my today. Day. Can I, can I, is it Tuesday? Can I have it? Or is do you need it? Because if you need it, I'll, I'll, you can have it.
0: Liz has been interesting and silent. Uh, during this bra discussion.
1: Yeah, I don't hate them.
2: Bras or yeah. not wearing them? Or groupies.
1: No, Band-aids. No, they're, well, I'm currently wearing both, a bra and a giant band-aid, because I have ripped several layers of skin off my heel. <laughs> no.
2: Well, that's not good.
0: Um, well, the other way that this uh, minute starts is with uh, Jeff Beebe ending his uh, his expletive word yeah. shit is, is the enemy. It's more like a shit He is saying that William is the enemy, and that's been a common uh, thing, especially for him. Mostly for him, a little bit, maybe, by Russell. But definitely continues and continues to be uh, a nickname for William.
2: Do you think uh, Patrick Fugit's character reminds him of that kid on the escalator?
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, I can't quite picture the kid. On the escalator oh man his
2: small dark hair wearing oh, overalls mm. he gets back on an escalator i think it is that's canon for me
1: okay i was real surprised to figure out that jeff bb was not played by ryan reynolds
2: <laughs> what yeah ryan reynolds well, was like six when this movie came out he
1: was not he's older than patrick fugit you get okay, warmer. so he was
2: six and a half, 16. <laughs> he was still in the Disney, he was still in the Mickey Mouse Club when this movie came out. He
1: was not either, he in was two, two. In two in the year 2000. I was in the year been, 2000, he was at least 21.
2: Are you mathing?
1: I'm somethinging, Ryan. Reynolds
2: oh wait uh sorry you I had you confused <laughs> I was thinking of Ryan Gosling <laughs>
1: oh, oh yeah, because R- Ryan Reynolds is only six years younger than Jason Lee so okay
2: so you thought that Jason Lee's character was played by Ryan Reynolds
1: he looks like Ryan Reynolds to me
2: do you have like beard aphasia
1: I might. You just. You think look every white like guy with a beard dude? looks alike? Yeah, you kind of look... You don't really look anything like Ryan Reynolds. I can't take that joke that far.
2: You should shut up and do it.
1: <laughs> he kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds in this movie, alright? It's not him, though. I get it. I was wrong.
0: Well, well speaking of looks-like, and especially with Jason Lee, I was I was once accused of... Or, you know, I don't know. If you, if you find him attractive, then, you know, great. But, um... Uh, especially for for his, for, but but it's for his. My name not my, my name is Earl.
1: <laughs> uh, well, see
2: period. that was a good show. That was a great show. I love that but, show.
0: But I had a a similar look. I
2: which will no jump for joy.
0: saying anything good.
2: Do you know how much older Jason Lee is than Ryan Reynolds?
1: Six years.
2: Seven years.
1: There, IMDb says six. What he's born
2: in 1970. Reynolds was born in 73 That's seven years.
1: Wait well, Sounds one, like three years What you just said is three years Oh wait
2: I did reverse math <laughs> Three years
1: but, but IMDB tells me Ryan Reynolds was born in 1976 Whoa you guys They're the same age as my brothers My oldest brother was born in 1970 And my not oldest brother was born in 1976 There's something here
2: 76. How do you even keep track of all that?
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know <laughs> I was born in 73, 77, 77. I
1: was like, "No, you weren't." <laughs> <laughs> the- I told you I'm
2: having a week, Liz. I'm having a week.
1: <laughs> Does everything just look like a three to you right now?
2: Yes, it is. I'm having three phasia. <laughs>
0: um, and so there, there's actually two kind of. Um,
2: oh, do you know what uh, the medical term phantasia is?
1: What? Eric's trying to talk about his movie.
2: That is fantastic. No, no, That's yeah, no. Term. Yeah, no, but there's a medical term called Fantasia. It's where everything looks like a soda. <laughs> oh,
1: Not worth it. Not no
2: worth no. It. No, Liz, it really was.
0: I thought you were gonna tie it into Mickey Mouse or something. Guess, so.
1: It's really never tied into anything. Yeah.
2: Speaking of Mickey Mouse Club, did you know that Ryan Reynolds was in that?
1: <laughs> when he was played by Ryan Gosling?
2: Yeah, yeah. They're the same age. Seven <laughs> years older than Jason Lee. Or younger. Or are they?
1: Or oh, Jennifer Jason Lee.
2: Yeah, her too. She's like 72 now, right? 73. What?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Ryan Gosling was born in 2006? That doesn't seem right. What? 1980.
2: <laughs> Ryan Gosling was hatched.
1: <laughs> well, he was hatched in 1980. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. You were going to say You're something.
0: I know. Uh, uh, so, You've um, been trying to say something, my problem. These, <laughs> these two lines of Jeff Beebe's, uh, he writes what he sees, and although it would be cool to be on the cover of Rolling Stone, those those are definitely, uh, I think, uh, portent of things to come. There's, there's a line of Russell's that uh, seems a little similar to me that I'll definitely point out uh, about uh, William... William and his eyes, uh, taking notes, what have you. Um, and then of course there, there definitely is, uh, the, uh, the song that's even sung by, by Jason Lee on the cover of the Rolling Stone.
2: Hmm. Wait, the song on the cover of the Rolling Stone. That's
0: yeah. That song by, um, uh, uh what's that band?
2: Well, he was just talking about being on the cover, of Rolling Stone, so that was yeah, right,
0: he was just talking about it, and then it later on, a
2: doctor yeah, no, not you guys know. they How did I a know. centerfold
1: <laughs> they um, were in the
2: middle of a playboy
1: by Dr Hook in the medicine show
2: there you go, there you yeah. go, I knew it was a I doctor something
1: a Google, thank you,
0: very good, pool um now this next song that starts. Um, Albert Flasher by The Guess Who, within this minute here, it seems to be used, I think, diegetically in two separate scenes. Did either of you notice that?
2: I did not, but I do like diegetic music. I mean, it
0: sure as hell seems like that's what the girls are dancing to in the hotel room. And then it's, it's definitely also what, uh, it's much more so, much more of a sure thing, though. That, they that, could be uh,
2: trying, they're not really dancing, they're just trying to remove their bras. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, when you're in Tempe, Arizona, everybody <laughs> listens to the same thing at the same time. It's like yeah. how. It's on the radio. Yeah. Or words, that. Or it's on the radio. Less, <laughs>
0: that's less likely to happen nowadays because.
2: Who listens to the so radio anymore? Can we
0: listen to it separately? Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's definitely it's definitely diegetic in the latter of the two scenes where you know it, it it's actually muffled coming through the door when, when the while the door's
2: closed because of all to, the bras uh, Russell, Russell on the radio mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's kind of hard to think back like in the day well i mean obviously we grew up with radio and like radio stations and there was like like the modern radio station, then there was the, the rock and roll radio station. And then, you know, but just being able to like, did you hear another radio? And then more often than not, someone says, yeah. And they know exactly what station you're talking about, just about the song you're mentioning. Whereas mm-hmm. now it's a complete free for all as far as like sources. And, you know, you can go months without hearing another song that someone else is listening to because mm-hmm. you just happen to be in different channels.
1: Or you could be me as, and you find one mm-hmm. album... And listen to Lady some, Hawk. Yep. Yeah, and listen to only that in between podcasts and audiobooks. I don't listen that's to people sing the, to me anymore. The Lady Hawk soundtrack. No,
2: no, no. Which it's freaking amazing. But uh, no, it's a uh, it's a band called Lady Hawk okay. from New Zealand from New, yeah, named from, after the movie, of course, which is amazing. Yeah.
0: Lady uh,
1: Hawk. Yeah, it's a uh, yep. The mm-hmm, New Zealand. Matthew
2: Project before he killed anybody.
1: <laughs> uh, mm hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer when she was Michelle Pfeiffer, she's always awesome. Roger Howard before he died. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a good cast. Alfred Molina.
1: Great. <laughs> Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk and Minute. Minute. And we did the joke at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No still sticking sticking with uh, with uh this song. There's really not too much uh to say I think about the song itself, but for the band, um and, and, and this is for something for the two of you who haven't seen this movie before, um there is a scene earlier where uh Lester Bangs and he's a real person. Do you are you familiar with Lester Bangs at all? I'm
2: familiar with him yeah. from the End of the World As We Know It R A M song.
1: Oh uh, yeah, right. I sure. have heard the name. Yeah.
2: So so in this he's
0: played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. But uh so he's he's when we first see him, he's uh in a uh DJ booth. Um talking with the talking with the uh lady DJ. Um and and uh kind of uh Is she related me- to Lady Hawk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lady DJ. <laughs> um but um you know like he you know uh, at one point like he pulls a record one one album off the shelf and it's The Doors and he's like uh, these guys are trash, you know. But then he goes, he goes, give me the Guess Who, and he's wearing a Guess Who shirt as well at the same time. <laughs> um, but we don't hear them until this minute. I'm awfully positive, quite positive. I was wondering, like,
2: how what, what's the frequency for a repeat band kind in of? this movie, Eric? Yeah. Like for the oh, for well, Yeah, frequency. I
0: mean that's well. And that's the thing. Like I mentioned uh, last minute with Led Zeppelin's Stairway that didn't make it into the movie. It was a deleted scene, and even when it's on the Blu-ray um, of the uh, Untitled. Uh, version um it's not even in it's not even in the scenes there it's a separate uh extra extra deleted scene section yeah and it even also it's it still doesn't have stairway plane in it you have to you know set that up yourself Hmm. so of course there is a place you know online or not not, not a place online there there's um uh the video is on youtube someone has synced already done
2: it it's like has everybody ever done the sync up like and recorded it and put it online of like the full Wizard of Oz set to Pink Floyd?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I did come across that not too long ago. Because
2: I, I remember back in the high yeah. school days doing oh, that yeah. like mm-hmm. manually, like College okay, here's the Pink yeah. Floyd CD and we got it. Okay, second lion Roar hurt hit play and then it's supposed to like line up perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I mm-hmm. I don't the be, the best part about it that I remember being was when um the door opens in Oz and like it goes color And, like, you see, like, everything kind of turns gold and colorful. There's, like, the cha-ching from the cash register and money starts. And that's like, oh, whoa, that was crazy. But that was, like, an hour into the movie.
1: (laughs) If the internet hasn't done that, then we all fail. We don't deserve it. It should be taken away.
2: The internet period? Yeah. Or the internet did not deserve us. Keep your cat memes and porn oint internet. rat. We you don't deserve to show it to us because you've not done the Pink Floyd, or "Little Wizard of Oz" sync up.
1: I don't think that's how that works. Yet. Well, on that ominous note. <laughs>
0: Um, so besides uh, the music that's being played while the girls are maybe dancing or trying to wiggle out of their bras, what have shimmy and shake and room. why not um, you know, remove the bras? So there's this mention of uh, Simon Kirk down by the pool, and that's actually the uh, you know uh, the um, the the deleted uh, scene um, from this minute, uh, and it's really just her. It's just all it is is you're seeing her out on the balcony. And and her initially prior to saying, "Hey hey everyone, that's that's Simon Kirk down by the pool." I think um, it's her saying, "Oh my god." So very very makes makes a lot of sense. To just nip that out. No need for that. So
2: so Aaron, talk and, to and, me and about and a
0: shot of a guy playing Simon Kirk laying on. So up.
2: talk talk to talk to me about this whole like so. Is this like a standard supposedly a, is this portray- is like a standard portrayal of a big band on tour? It's, with all the with all the groupies and all the band managers and all the are there other like famous people just kind of like yeah I'm gonna go hang out with these guys for a bit and just you kind know, of like follow them around and like you know do my thing and then maybe oh Tempe that doesn't exist I'm gonna go to Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the the
0: the the, the first thing I'd, I'd say is is that not not a big band but a mid level band trying to <laughs> um, uh, you know get that little bit much better to, to to become the, the bigger band Allah Led Zeppelin say. Um, now the, the other thing is, is I think that it's this, this is so much, you know, of a, you know, an autobiography, um, you know, not full life autobiography, but, uh, what, what got him into, you know, into the world of rock and roll. So he just wanted to tell, I think the story of, um, of of kind of a little bit of the behind the scenes um, look that he got at this younger age than most would, um, and, and therefore you know, I don't know he got, I wouldn't say perks, but you know just just uh, you know he, he just he just got he was able to be led in the door a little bit more than say someone ten years older than him.
2: Do you? But also here's a question: Do you think that how? accurate do you think cameron's crow portray cameron crow's portrayal of this lifestyle is given that when he first saw it he was at a very impressionable age and everything was probably like oh my god women and then like you know so he thinks there's like three girls and he's maybe interacted with like a handful of kids at school you know that's about it and his mom so he thinks three women is now like you know like this harem of like girls following everyone around and there's drugs everywhere and there's all these things happening whereas in reality maybe like given the size of the band it's more like a 35% of that, but in his head, remembering back, and this is what it would look like to this like 16 year old kid. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very much like a a love letter to this time. And, and yeah, I, I can see, you know, certain things, you know, yeah. Being played upon to, to make hopefully a better story, but maybe, maybe a, maybe a really good story could also come about if it were maybe even more honest.
2: Yeah, I feel like it'd have to be shot by a slightly different director for that. Because, I mean, Cameron yeah. Crowe, like, he does his thing, but he is a storyteller, not a documentarian. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you were being realistic about it, you'd have to get some, like, Lars Von Trier or something like that to do, mm-hmm. like, a more, like, a like gritty, realistic remake of this sort of, like, lifestyle back then. Sure. The grungier um, pits. Because it doesn't seem, it seems very sanitized.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Now, just today, I happen to listen to, I'm, I'm on this. Rock and Roll uh, Podcast Network, PantheonPodcast.com. Um, uh, I was listening to uh, uh, the show, on the other podcast, one of the other podcasts on it, uh, Muses, um, and the one episode that where they talk a little bit about this movie, and they, but they talk about a ton of other movies that also uh, featured groupies in them. Um, uh, so, I mean, there's actually the one that's a movie by minute as well, uh, Velvet Goldmine, um, and and they you know they mentioned like a hard day's night a little bit. I mean, there's not so much as groupies, but that's a little bit of the the initial um, uh, and very sanitized uh, 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 fan point of view. Um, yeah. In that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know I think that, you know from from what I heard on that uh, episode, uh, there there's certainly more more movies out there that uh, might uh, have some more honest looks but uh but but this one is definitely a high up there (laughs) and and it's why they it's why they got me on their network um it's it's the, the the a lot of a lot of the different people um the the owners and and other and some of the other hosts um really uh really uh hold this movie in in high regard
2: well, we're sorry if they kick you off yeah. after we're on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you <laughs> need to re-record so you can stay on your network. Yeah, it's like you had will. a
2: solid thirty-nine episode run, Eric, but then it just took a shit in the bed, in the pool, <laughs> You wherever. Had
0: some idiots yeah. on. In the yeah, pool, he had Simon some dumb Kirk dumbs on. next yeah. To
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, uh, I I I don't know that I'd ever known who Simon Kirk was prior to this movie, and even even after seeing it a few times when I was. Younger and then until uh, get doing the research here. But, uh, I mean, and she even says, of Bad Company. Simon Kirk, or, or from Bad Company. Um, but the actual a weird thing about that, though, is is that truly at this time in 73, he might have just joined Bad Company, or, or Bad Company might have just actually became a band. Uh-huh. But the thing is, is that Free was the band that he and um, uh, Paul Rogers were in just prior to Bad Company for the, from like sixty eight sixty nine through seventy three. So it's it's a, it's actually a really weird thing that she says Simon Kirk from Bad Company unless I mean but but she's in the know though. Gotcha. These 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 girls are in the know as to they should who's know who. who's who's with what band now all of them, you know
2: up to the only to loop back around real quick and address something that yeah. uh that that Jason Lee's character said mm-hmm. uh. I don't believe Rolling Stone broke up cream. I'm pretty sure Eric Clapton <laughs> broke up cream by having an affair with his bandmate's wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, what I yeah. would You
0: definitely want to lay, lay La? the, uh, <laughs> the blame. Because that
2: song was written about that, right?
0: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, yeah.
2: It's interesting. Oh, I guess, obviously, but maybe back then it wasn't as well known. But now it's like a standard thing. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's what happened to that band. It was Eric Clapton, couldn't keep in his pants. Band broke up. He went on and did his own thing. Very successful in his own right, but still.
1: But I feel like if you're a musician, you, you want to blame it on external forces. Yeah. Because if you blame it on Eric Clapton sleeping with his band's, bandmate's wife, then that's like something that could happen to your band too, you know? Yeah. But it's like your own fault. So you want to make it be external forces so that you are, uh, you know, you're saved. Or whistling yeah. in the dark. I don't know. Yeah. Something. You have a cleared No, practice.
2: exactly. And there's also that element of vilifying Rolling Stone because yeah. they're the bad guy, <laughs> but still wanting to be on Rolling Stone. So you have mm-hmm. this sort of like, well, if they don't want us, then they're stupid. But if they do want us, then, hey, sign us up. That sort of thing. And so yeah. it's, oh, yeah. but only it's a way the to hedge his bets. Yeah. Just for the cover.
1: But if they give me a cover, I'll take it.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, now they've already agreed to be in, you know, have this, have this, have a, a, a an article in Rolling Stone to be written about them, and that's why Williams with them, without Fair. getting the cover. But as I've already indicated, there is a, a bit of a plot point later where they do get offered the cover to be the cover story. The only the 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 last thing to say about Bad Company is is that the uh, uh, their album Burning Sky. Uh, the cover of that, if you happen to were to look that up, uh, and then compare it to the t-shirt that we'll have in a few minutes, <laughs> um, uh, created uh, and shown uh, by Dick uh, to the rest of the band and, and, and groupies and William. Um, there's, a, there's a striking similarity between the two. But as far as I know, no, uh, no indication that they truly tried to copy.
1: There's only so many t-shirt designs in the yeah. world.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you want to check out our T-Public site, then <laughs> right. some of them are on there, but whatever. It's fine.
1: That's where <laughs> some of the t-shirt designs in the world are.
2: Some of them exist on our various T-Public pages. The Mogwai Minute, just search for it. It's there. It's easy to find. Unlike some others we know that are uh, impossible to find.
1: Quite impossible.
2: Yep. You see what I did there? It was a joke.
1: Yeah, I did.
2: Yeah, <laughs> thanks.
1: <laughs> Whew, this banter. Wait a dude, minute,
0: <laughs> Uh William seems to be looking in uh, when when the bra is thrown onto his lap, or actually onto the. I think it's a. I was. I would imagine it's a phone book on his lap. I don't know. We have no it's idea. Notepad, what I think. Right, he's taking. He's, he's taking he's doing, notes
2: for the.
1: It's his journalism junior notebook.
2: Yeah, he's writing down things.
0: It's that or he's trying to be Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the very next So, is, is...
2: So go- just out of curiosity, sorry, is he sharing a room with these three or four attractive right. nubile yeah, band girls?
0: Yeah, and that's going to happen...
2: And his mother's worried about drugs. Again, I loop I you sure. back to syphilis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because they didn't get a room, right? So they had to They put him in his room? And they're like mm-hmm. he'll be cool with it. Yeah,
0: there was there was all that yeah that uh, back and forth. Uh, for Is them. that
2: where she was freaking out needing yeah. a volume because they didn't have a room?
1: Yeah, hopefully he had some for her.
2: I told I missed that part.
0: Yeah, she definitely talks about getting a room, and that's when she's freaking out.
2: Cut to,
1: they're in his room.
2: At that age, I definitely would not have cared. I probably wouldn't have slept anyway. So. Um... <laughs> Like, even just, like, laying there on the couch or whatever, staring at the ceiling, like, there's, there's three or four attractive girls across the room. Okay, yeah, this is not gonna happen. I will not sleep this whole time.
0: Um. So then the very next thing we see is a close-up of a doorknob with the Do Not Disturb sign on it. William kind of being odd and trying to look in through the peephole. <laughs>
1: Been a real creep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, housekeeping staff uh, coming up and doing their jobs
2: why doesn't he rule of three it and say housekeeping too
0: because mm-hmm. when
2: well, he can voice. try to do
0: the imitation as well
2: well no he's not trying to be it's just like he's like housekeeping housekeeping housekeeping
1: <laughs> well does he say anything or does he just knock and get immediately yelled at to go No, he away? knocks
2: and says he says should i come back later
1: After he already gets yelled at to go away, though, he doesn't have to say anything before he gets to go away.
2: He probably would have gotten at least a little word in if he had said housekeeping.
1: Mm,
2: No, I think he would have gotten a go away.
1: Housekeeping! He's feeling too truthful. He's going to say the same thing to no matter what, to Hmm. wait. Mm -hmm.
2: Two truths and a turn down.
0: And William says back, maybe that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, cause he wants your truth bombs, man. He's trying to get the real story.
2: He's too truthful, and then Baby Goldie Hawn comes out and tells him it's cool. Who should come back later or go to the Let's other go to the uh, radio interview. interview? So why is why are they supposed to be like interviewing for Rolling Stone with this kid? But then they're going to invite him to come to a radio interview later, and that doesn't seem like he's getting what he needs.
1: Well, because he's feeling too truthful and he doesn't want this kid to actually get anything out of him that he doesn't mean to say. He's got to be able to regulate his own interview sharing. But don't you think him
2: acting like this and and have like, well, I I kept trying to get an interview with him and I kept getting rerouted and told to come back and he's being too truthful. So that tells me that he's got something to hide. And if he's a reporter, he's going to make him dig deeper. Have you not seen Lois Lane?
1: Yeah, but have you ever seen the kind of person who hi- tries to hide things from a reporter? They're typically not the smoothest operators.
2: I mean, he is telling him he's too truthful, which in and of itself is being too truthful.
1: <laughs> he, right, he isn't lying about that.
2: Um. Yeah, there's
0: definitely... A, the, Th- throughout this uh middle portion of the movie um a whole series of these different uh uh stops and starts and stops of uh william and and russell russell being the main one he really wants to talk with he wants or at least he said he, or he said at least once or twice i think prior to this even that he wants to talk with him first
2: because he's the golden god uh, yeah Ah, oh. you know that scene huh I mean, it was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said I was a golden god. Like, where would you hear that? Like, And then she things like,
3: I am a golden god.
1: Thank you for that trailer reenactment.
2: You're welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll be on a 10 and 2 and uh, tip the waitstaff. Try the veal. Don't. I'm kidding. It's inhumane. In Um. Mm. Mm, chow Chowmaine.
0: Uh, so speaking of the radio interview, um, <laughs> just a big, a big uh, uh, what? 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 I think we'll hold off for uh, the next minute um, next week with uh, a couple of different guests, but um,
1: non idiots uh, hopefully it, it'll,
0: it'll be there'll be a whole uh, deleted scene essentially that we'll take care of I think during that minute. But I can give you uh, one little uh, uh, cameo appearance uh, that was. From a guy that was uh, up and coming at this point, hitting, uh, hitting. Hit uh, hit uh, I remember. I remember on MTV. Yes, in roughly 2000, uh, Jimmy when Colin. he was, when he was, uh, when uh, music videos were still played then, even. Carson um, Daly. Uh, Kyle Gass.
2: Oh. Of Tenacious
1: I think it sounds D. Sounds vaguely yeah. familiar.
2: Yeah, Jack he's Black's. the he's the non-Jack Black side of Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So we have that to look forward to, um, but is, is there anything else you, either you'd like to say about this minute? I think we're winding down.
1: I like the carpet in the hallway of
2: the oh hotel. yeah, the whole maroon gold Gryffindor vibe.
1: No, but the carpet's teal. Is it? Mm-hmm. In the,
0: in hallway.
2: the hallway. Well, the, hallway, the, uh, the the okay, the the uniforms on the on the waitstaff or not waitstaff. They're kind of like beige. Never mind. I'm yeah, an idiot. That's
1: why I said the carpet, not the uh, housekeeping uniforms.
2: The housekeeping uniforms match the walls, though. So that's some interesting choices.
1: Man, if I have known it was going to lead to this, I wouldn't have said anything.
2: But this is the good banter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got I think I have a door I need to go stare creepily into like Patrick Fugit.
2: You should do that. You should put on the uh, disturb sign
0: um so uh let's see you know <laughs> uh you we, we basically have have had the huge indication that uh neither of you have seen this movie before but uh <laughs> as, as you indicated george you've definitely what you gave it away what are you talking seen, about you've definitely seen the
2: trailer i saw the trailer <laughs> once maybe
0: before the are internet, there, are there any other stories? There's behind a scene
1: where they all jump in a pool, right?
2: Why you haven't no. seen this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just kind of like fell out of my wheelhouse, I guess. As far as like mm, quasi true biopics oh. about bands that never existed, never really like <laughs> a thing that was like you know appealing to me. It's got a great cast though, and I definitely and, and I like a lot of the people in the mm-hmm. movie. So that's uh, that's that's. Cool, especially like the weird little cameos and like oh there's that guy that sort of thing um especially for 2000 there's a lot of people now that are famous that were not then so it's kind of fun to like look at them and like like know who they are now
1: and i've just never yeah. uh seen very many movies i've been there's- very selective i will oftentimes would rather revisit something i know i like than take a risk on something new but also when this movie came out i would have been in like 10th grade And I was, like, weirdly prudish back then. And so this would have been, like, too much sex, drugs, and rock and roll for me.
2: Also, Liz's VCR back then was (laughs) squirrel-powered. Not the most reliable thing in the world, so even video wasn't really an option.
1: Right. I had to illustrate my own cartoons.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Flip books.
1: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of flip books.
2: By Candlelight. 'Cause of those squirrels.
1: No, I'm not allowed to use candles. They burn things down. I had to use a real lamp <laughs> like an actual lamp.
2: Cause fire is from the devil.
1: Uh no, just I'm real I
2: No oh, that I will
1: burn something down by accident.
2: Pyromaniac?
1: No, just kinda clumsy.
2: Huh. So um so Liz,
0: <laughs> I think today you get to tell us about your your other projects. Mm. Yeah, if
1: you would like to come hear me talk about more movies I haven't seen while I discuss a movie I have seen minute by minute, you should check out Mean Girls Minute. Maybe by the time this comes out, it'll all be on its new host and you'll be able to hear past minute 76. Maybe not, though. I don't know. It's a mystery. Now you really want to check it out, don't you? That's what I thought.
2: That's a quick binge.
1: And uh, if you want to hear more of the scintillating banter... Between me and George that you have experienced for the past two weeks, you can get more of that on Way to Dune Minute, where we discuss every sand-filled moment of the 1984 movie Dune that I have also never seen. So sandy. On brand.
2: She, She will see the movie right before we record because if, we we're ever,
1: if we ever actually make the when we podcast. start recording
2: the premises she will watch the minute right before and just be full of wtf uh, yeah. questions mm-hmm. and then we will record and, and so that would be fresh in her brain well, now and all my answers will be like i don't know it's david lynch what do you want me to do <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that'll be a great answer for everything yep <laughs> okay well great like you know like i said last minute i really can't wait for that one um
2: Neither can we. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much for being on for these couple minutes. Thank you for having you us. Too. It's
2: been it's been lovely.
0: Wonderful. Um, so we'll be back next week uh, for minute forty-two with, as I said, a couple couple other other new guests, completely new for the show. Much like uh, George and Liz were, and who knows, maybe the, either one of them may have seen. This whole maybe movie. the Next,
1: next,
2: T- Tune in. Maybe, maybe so. No, more maybe, mysteries. maybe either of you.
0: And you can come back and give us maybe more, detail. More, more, more of a thought.
1: Mysteries abound on it's all most famous Minute,
0: myth- And I'd love to have either or both of you back. But, uh, we'll, we'll see if that ever, if that does happen. Uh, but, uh, until, uh, then, till next week,
2: it's all happening.
1: It's, it's all, all happening.
2: happening. <laughs> it's like very Muppet esque. I liked it.
3: <laughs> I am a golden god. Yeah!
2: Yeah! Yes, yeah. And I was born in the backseat of a Greyhound
1: bus, rolling down Highway Forty One.
2: You know the Queen of.